great in number are the little-minded men. Titus, Machias, Platos. Step one is the beginning of a journey from sickness to wellness. Omitting powerlessness over addiction opens us up, making us less small-minded. Closed-mindedness isn't restricted to addicts. Both humbling and enlightening is the realization that we are not as unique and complicated as we hypothesized. Addiction begets little-mindedness, contrary to the elaborate narratives of our labyrinth-like lives, we were quite predictable. Our wits were used in the simplest of ways, lying, cheating, and maintaining self-justified, self-absorbed states. What's profound about self-pity or self-loathing? Do we think we were great artists or geniuses? The truth hurts and heals. We had been Humpty Dumpty sitting on a wall. We come to terms with how far our fall from grace was. We doubt all the king's horses and all the king's men could ever put us back together again. Well, they can't. We have to make something new out of the building blocks of our broken lives. There is no going back. Self-righteousness is a powerful intoxicant to the little-minded. The more we crave certainty or affirmation, the more little-minded we stay. If step one is about looking at life from new angles, then this isn't a one-time-only step. It is easy to grow complacent, like getting a regular oil change for a car. Checking our own little-mindedness requires periodic maintenance. We don't have to control things and be right all the time. Thanks for starting your day with hammock readings, and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.